Welcome to the Oak City Karate Kids podcast with your host, AJ. Your podcast for all things karate. Hello, and welcome to episode four of the Oak City Karate Kids podcast. Before we jump into today's podcast, first I want to follow up on episode three. I got some great responses on what people do for motivation. One person wrote in that they like doing push-ups and just general karate practice to keep going. Another person wrote that they like to listen to music to motivate them. I think those are two great ways to keep pushing forward. I also want to thank everyone who has listened. Your support means a lot to me. I'm close to almost 60 listeners, and they're not all my mom. I'm getting a lot of questions on when the next podcast comes out. Right now, I plan on sticking to release a new episode every other Wednesday. So, today we're going to talk about tournaments. And guess what? I'm going to nationals. I'm really excited to be going to WKC nationals but I'm a bit disappointed on how my first tournament of the year went. There weren't many kids in any of the divisions, so everyone who showed up qualified. I wish I would have been able to see more of the kids I would be competing against. I'm going to another qualifier this weekend, and I'm really hoping more kids will be there. I really like going to tournaments. I like seeing everyone compete, especially in the weapons divisions. I also like meeting new people and talking to them. Earning a trophy is nice too. Some of my favorite tournaments have been the Body Armor State Games, which I've gone to the the last two years, and some of the internal tournaments we have had at the dojo. There are some downsides to tournaments as well though. They never seem to start on time. I've gone to tournaments that have started two to three hours late. There is rarely enough seating and I have never seemed to know which ring I'm supposed to be in. I have a dream that one day I'll be able to open my own tournament facility that has tons of seating for anyone, a designated warm-up area for the competitors, and plenty of bathrooms and changing areas. I would also like a main stage in the center of the room for all the black belt divisions. A real snack bar with some seating would be nice too. Monitors everywhere so you know the ring excitements. I would also love to have TVs around the building or in the snack area so you could watch what is happening in all the rings. I also don't think I would allow day of registration as that seems to often lead to the delays. Or if I did, I would cut off the registration about two hours before the tournament starts so everyone has enough time to get where they need to be and they are ready to go. I'll add speakers everywhere so when there are announcements, everyone can hear. If I had my way, I would put the facility in a major city and possibly tie it to a hotel. The space I would like to create would probably work well for tricking workshops, gymnastics, or dance competitions as well. Those are just some of the things I would like to see if I had my own tournament facility. So back to tournaments in general. For anyone interested in tournaments, I would definitely encourage you to check one out. 
I think it's a great way to test yourself and have some fun. I think tournaments are also a great way to build confidence by performing in front of others and practicing your public speaking. I have probably gone to about 10 or so tournaments now, but I am by no means an expert. No two tournaments are the same. I have placed in some tournaments and some I haven't placed in any division. I've gone up against 12 other competitors and there have been times where it was just me in a division. Some tournaments give out trophies or medals for the top three finishers and some do it for the top four finishers. In some tournaments, traditional and creative weapons are combined. In others, they are separate divisions. Sometimes traditional weapons will have rules on the type of weapon used. Others may have rules on certain spelling equipment. For example, my brother normally uses a slightly tapered bow when he competes, but for WKC, he has to use a straight bow. Also for WKC, we have to wear elbow pads when spurring, which is not something we are used to doing. So be sure to read the rules and know what you are signing up for. I'm not endorsing or promoting any one of these tournaments directly, but here are some upcoming tournaments that may be of interest to you. Body Armor State Games in Concord, NC on June 17th, 2023. Elements Open in Burlington, NC on November 11th, 2023. The Battle of Atlanta, June 15th through June, June 17th, 2023. I think there may also be some other local tournaments happening as well. For those of you who do compete, what tournaments have you gone to that you have really enjoyed? What is your favorite thing about competing, besides the trophies? Shoot me an email and let me know your thoughts at karatekidspodcast at gmail.com. And that's Karate Kids with a Z. So, what's next? Well, since I qualified for nationals, I'm starting to work on katas I want to do in June at WKC Nationals. I plan on working on a new creative bow routine. The next few months are going to take a lot of hard work, but I think I'm up for the challenge. I also need to work on my spurry, especially combos and following up. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Feel free to send me any email with any topics or thoughts you would like me to discuss. For those of you who listen on Spotify, keep an eye out for a bonus episode in the next week or so. Very soon, I'm hoping to sit down and talk to one of my friends who made it to WKC Wales in Ireland last year. Stay tuned because I think it will be an awesome adventure. Thank you everyone for joining me today. Don't forget to follow and subscribe on your favorite podcast app for the latest updates.